Welcome to the Short Term Rentals Podcast. Here we share all of the latest news, opinion and intelligence from across the burgeoning short-term vacation rental space, along with thought-provoking interviews with industry leaders. My name is Paul Stevens, editor of Short-Term Rentals and host of this week's episode. For episode 33 of the Short-Term Rentals Podcast, I'm thrilled to be speaking to Aurélie Leperc, CEO of curated luxury villa rental marketplace Edge Retreats, about the company's proposition to affluent consumers, the recent appointment of HomeAway co-founder Carl Shepard to its board of directors, and how the perception of luxury has evolved over the course of the pandemic. This episode is kindly sponsored by Flywire and NoiseAware. So welcome to the Short Term Rentals podcast, Aurélie. How has the start to the new year been for you so far? Uh, very good, actually, Paul. Thank you so much for having us today. Um, yes, it's been a great um, start to 2022 at our end, yeah. Fantastic. Um, and of course, moving on to the heart of today's discussion, today's questions. Um, so just start off, please um, introduce yourself edge retreats and the services you provide in the short-term rental industry. Sure, so my name is Aurélie Leperc and I'm the CEO at Edge Retreats. Um, in terms of experience over the past 20 years, I have been uh, scaling up travel and vacation rental businesses from inception right through to multi-country, multi-brand organizations. That's kind of what I specialize in. Uh, the most notable experience was being part of the original team at HomeAway where I contributed to the success journey from the very early days back in 2006 uh, to the global player that it became with the exit to the Expedia Group of $4 billion in 2015. Um, so Edretreats is my fourth startup to scale up venture. And at Edretreats, we are a global luxury vacation rental platform pairing the affluent clientele with ultra-luxury homes in over 50 countries um, worldwide. So from Tuxedo Caicos, and the Swiss Alps to uh, Tuscany and the French Riviera. Uh, our portfolio of edge retreats is uh, composed of exceptional properties such as private islands, estates, castle, ski chalet, beachfront properties, as well as the bespoke services that go with those properties. Excellent. And so that's a, a great summary there of, of what you do. Um, and it brings me on to my next question because you have previously held these senior positions uh, at HomeAway, at Love Home Swap, companies that we've um, covered extensively on short-term rentals. What um, attracted you specifically to edge retreats and, and the luxury or ultra-luxury segment, as you put it? Yeah, so, um, so, so yes, you're right. I, I've got about 16 years experience in the sector now, uh, of which um, seven years at HomeAway and a short time at Love Home Swap. Um, I, just, I came across Edge Retreats back in, um, I think at the end of 2016 really, through my network, uh, by pure chance really, just an opportunity. And when I did some research, a few things jumped at me at the time. Um, so first, for example, the scale of the opportunity specifically at the top end of the sector. We're talking a minimum of $25 billion opportunity. Uh, the second thing I noticed from my research was I could see the exact same markers as the early days of HomeAway in terms of, you know, a sector being ready for disruption. So, for example, 
the low number of global players at the very top end of the sector, the fragmentation of the supply side and the demand side. So, so I could see this kind of same you know, um, markers really. And the third thing I noticed from my research at the time was also the lack of digital offering that was appropriate to that specific audience at the top end. So, um, so this kind of was one part. And the second part is that you know, I'm also fascinated by the operating principles of a true luxury business and uh, the, the specific behavioral markers of an affluent audience is very different from mass markets. Uh, and it's really, really interesting how you structure a business around that. Um, when I joined Edge Retreats, um, so it was 2017, it was in, in its very early stage and uh, it operated at the mass affluent level. So I love a challenge and the opportunity. So I initiated a pivot of edge retreats to the affluent end of the market uh, based on the research I had uh, done. Uh, so we changed the team, changed um, everything the business was doing from the supply and the demand side. Uh, we changed the platform as well uh, in-house. It's our proprietary platform. And fast forward to today, and we have a very successful global business dedicated to the affluent client. It's not been easy to do a pivot and then a pandemic, uh, but you know, very pleased with where we are as a business for sure. And and that um, affluent ultra luxury aspect that you're so keen to um, to point out is something I really want to delve into. Yeah. Uh, how do you think Edge Retreats is actually positioning itself at the very top end of the premium rental travel sector for these types of consumers? It's it certainly seems to be a quite a um, quite a, proposi a specific proposition. Yes, it is. You're right, um, and 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 you're also right that you know it, it is the luxury term is so is used so widely and and for varied reasons that it's really hard to define using that word to define what a luxury business is. So what we do at Edge Retreats, we actually differentiate luxury and affluent. So luxury has a very vast range of definitions and ideals, which are very personal and different from an individual to the other. Whereas if you talk about the affluent, it's very specific. So it's the ultra high net worth individuals and the high net worth individuals. And if you look at, uh, for example, you know, Credit Suisse, how they define uh, these uh, categories so they define an ultra high net worth individuals as someone with a 30 plus million dollar bankable assets and high net worth with one plus million dollars so we use that uh, to really um, guide us to be super laser focused on that audience which is what we do right we are laser focused on the affluent clientele and no other clientele so you know in a nutshell we provide affluent guests the world over, so we have clients everywhere in the world, with accommodation and services at their level, which happens to be the top end of the sector. Um, and the way we do that um, is we finally attune to our target audience across the entire business. So, for example, from you know, sourcing properties and partners, sourcing and accepting or not clients, so it's not just about you know, the 1% of the properties, but also the 1% of clients, uh, developing our uh, in-house platform, our marketing, our service. So really this kind of infuse, uh, infuses, sorry, uh, throughout our business. Um, additionally, the way we do uh, luxury or affluent at Edge Retreats is our operating principles as a business are very specific to 
true luxury businesses such as luxury brands, um, for example, Hermès uh, or the Marc Piquet, for example, as well. So we use those same principles at Edgeritrees to run the business. Um, so that's kind of a little bit of how we look at luxury. So we differentiate luxury versus affluent. I guess that's where the um, you know, curation of your offering, something again that we hear um, quite a lot about nowadays, um, that's where that comes in on, on that point. And something else um, I, I was interested reading about is that you claim to actually be pioneering um, a hybrid model of this high touch and high tech. So could you tell us a little bit about what this entails? Is this part of the pivot that you talk about? Yes, absolutely. I think the... Um... The way we look at it at Edgeatrice, we are transforming e-commerce into uh, a different version of e-commerce. Um, but let me take a step back on this just yet. I think if we look at the sector uh, at the top end, it isn't, it isn't very digital at all, right? I mean, in the travel sector, there are a few super interesting uh, businesses. I'm a massive fan who target the affluent audience, such as Cooks and Adventures, for example. But again, if you look at that business, you know, there's very little in terms of digital experience, right? So it's almost as if the, the, the historical view of this has been that if it's high tech, it can't be high touch. Right? So I think we are at a level of technology nowadays where you can actually, the two are not mutually exclusive anymore. Um, so the pioneers in bringing technology to true luxury actually found in the retail sector. So, so you look at Farfetch'd, for example, in the retail sector, they do that really well. But in travel, there isn't much really. Uh, the vast majority of businesses in the vacation rental sector in particular tend to apply a standard e-commerce approach to either a mass affluent audience or a mass market audience. And this works great. Um, however, e-commerce is, uh, is about self-serving, you know, self-serve, and it's endless search results pages, etc. And that doesn't work very well with the way an affluent audience behaves. Uh, so our clientele has very different behaviors, dreams, and fears too. Uh, for example, they don't want to search in order to find. So they'll be happy to search to browse, but search to find is something they don't want to do. They, they tell us, right? Don't want to search. Uh, so to your point just now, you were making about curation. That is a massive element of our platform that we are developing. And it's not just about, you know, curating a few properties here and there. It's really uh, getting that curation infused across the business and building technology um, to support that. Uh, so that's where we talk about that transformational aspect from e-commerce to uh, luxury commerce, we call it. Um, I think additionally, um, what we see is um, in the outside world as well is the emergence of the increasing value of the human alongside the ever increasing presence of technology in our lives as we've seen you know, during the, the pandemic. Uh, so I think the high touch, high tech model, which we are pioneering was born out of these converging dynamics, if you'd like. Uh, and we believe that high tech and high high touch no longer have to be mutually exclusive um, given the advances in technology really um, yeah well and um, based on what you said uh, alongside the high touch high tech are there any um, types of luxury amenities services or experiences perhaps that we need to be more aware of or that you expect to gain further traction in in 2022 and beyond Yes, I think so. So far, a level, I think an example of that would be, um, for example, private 
private helipads, for example, at the property. So um, what we've seen is that during the pandemic, um, and even when lockdowns were eased, I guess, especially in that time, you know, private jets, for example, were used by customers more than before, uh, or, you know, arriving to the property by helicopter as well. So that sort of thing, yes, is a trend in terms of um, the logistics of getting to uh, the property. Yes, that certainly tallies with um, some of the stories that we've been writing on short-term rentals. I believe um, mm -hmm. if you watch the uh, Netflix series on um, the world's most amazing vacation rentals, they also featured um, sort of these private jets, private islands, certainly something we're going to um, give a bit more coverage to over the over the coming years. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, something that I guess really drew my attention um, to your company last year was that you had announced that you had secured funding and also the appointment of HomeAway co-founder Carl Shepherd to your board of directors, uh, probably rooting back to um, your your um, position at HomeAway before, but. How, how do you intend to use this um, investment and what expertise do you also believe Carl will bring to your organisation? Yes, so uh, I'm so very thrilled to have you know, Carl uh, join our board. I think this is, um, this is fantastic. Obviously, I know Carl really well. He knows me too. We work together at Homeway and we have kept in touch since as well. Um, so very excited about that. Um, in terms of Carl, obviously, you know, his sector expertise and connections are second to none. Uh, okay, I will put a caveat to that. Obviously, Brian, the other co-founder of Homeway is on that level too. And you know, I'm also in touch with Brian, obviously. Uh, his, uh, Carl's experience in mergers and acquisitions in the sector is also Second to none, right? In the in the seven years I was at Homeway, we made 19 acquisitions, uh, and Carl was leading that. Um, so his appointment is really about strengthening the next phase of our journey at Edge Retreats as we focus on expansion, right? So the fundraise are about um, that technology build and transformation I was talking about earlier, as well as geographic expansion. Hey, and I don't know how much you can exactly say about the expansion right now. Any any sort of plans to um, to complete mergers or acquisitions or yeah, what what could you maybe reveal to us? <laughs> yes. So um, yes, absolutely. I think mergers and acquisitions are definitely on the cards. I mean, we are already a, a global business, right? So we kind of are quite broad in that regards in terms of the demand and the supply side. Um, uh, but we clearly need to do more uh, and mergers and acquisitions is part of that picture for sure. And something I guess um, that we've, we've already broached as well, this term luxury, to some it can be deemed quite a broad and overused term. From, from my discussions with other leaders within the industry, it is a term that tends to get bounded about, but there's different levels of it um, in, in some aspects. How do you think travellers' perception themselves of, of luxury has evolved over time? And has this maybe this um, evolution um, accelerated during the pandemic? Mm, yes, absolutely. I think, yeah, I think we definitely you know, live in a different world now than we did pre-COVID. There's no doubt about that. Uh, and you're right, you know, the word luxury is very um, ubiquitous, right? In terms of, um, it means different things to different people. It's very personal as to one person will think 
uh, when the word luxury is mentioned. Um, what we've seen uh, at Edge Retreats is since the pandemic, a key trend around you know, an increased need for privacy and remoteness. So that was there before for our type of audience, of course, but I think pandemic has, the pandemic has exacerbated the need for social distancing, I guess. So anything around remote estates, isolated villas are ideal in this context, really. So that's the first point I would mention, the increased need for privacy and remoteness. The second one is, as lockdowns have mostly tended to occur very suddenly, right? So it's usually we get to know about it at the last minute. Um, you know, booking last minute and staying longer and working from the property is also something else that we've seen at the retreats compared to pre-COVID. Um, and there's almost a decoupling between you know, when people uh, research where they want to go to where they actually book and travel, right? So before that would tend to be very uh, synchronized, but there's a decoupling of these two kind of um, um, steps in the research. Uh, we also welcome new affluent clients in the sector during the pandemic. So these are affluent customers who had never stayed in a luxury villa before and now wanted to. Uh, and they would ask us, you know, could we have a chef for all meals for the whole duration because we don't want to leave the property, you know, that sort of thing. So, uh, so this is quite good to see new customers entering the sector as well. Um, and then finally, the one we talked about earlier, the uh, logistics of getting to the villas, right? So I think uh, very much reinforced towards, you know, the use of private jets, occasionally private yacht and we have a number of properties with private docks for example uh, or private helipads uh, so these are the, the the trains we've seen i think it's for me it's super encouraging to see how customers and all businesses in the sector have adapted along the way to the pandemic right i mean no ceo in the world or no team in the world had been through a pandemic right so, so it's really encouraging to see how this this has worked obviously you know for certain sectors like hotels, it's been harder, uh, but for vacation rental, I think it's definitely um, um, been, a, I wouldn't say a positive because you can't say that for the pandemic, but I think it has accelerated certain trends. Uh, and in, I think in 2022, we'll get confirmation of what the new normal will be, right? Will it be a return to pre-COVID patterns or will it be a new pattern? Uh, the trend of the past two years has been, you know, one of, you know, demand spikes combined with uncertainty, right? And we've been seeing short cycles like that repeating. Uh, I think my opinion would be that, based on what we've seen, is that 2022 might well show us that pre-COVID seasonality is permanently gone, right? So with people working from home or booking last minute, uh, or at least the seasonally won't, seasonality won't be as defined as it was pre-COVID. It might be more, it might be flatter throughout the year, for example, or with spikes. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see what 2022 brings for all of us. Yeah, and I think I've seen the the new normal. Again, the, the term is almost sort of shifted towards the next normal. What What is yeah. normal? Because it is an evolving um, concept, if we like. Do you think those points there are the the best evidence we have of the impacts on consumer behavior changing uh you, you mean sorry what uh, respect sorry going back to that the last minute travel everything yeah. discussed there about the evolving perception of luxury yes i think so too i think the 
Yeah, I think that's a key trend, the last minute bookings, I would say. I mean, what we're seeing right now, for example, is we're seeing a lot of research uh, and bookings, of course, but it's the first time we're seeing customers planning ahead. So, you know, looking at the summer uh, bookings and booking now for the summer. And I think that's because last year we've seen that in July, August, we can travel, right? The, the, the travel is open. And so it, I think there's a, what we're seeing is an increased confidence. I think customers getting back their confidence that yes, they can book in advance, but we also have a large uh, pool of customers where it's still last minute, right? So I think um, that last minute aspect for luxury is probably uh, something that will stay. I, I agree with you. Well, uh, merci Aurélie. Uh, thank you for joining me on, on today's podcast. I certainly hope you've uh, enjoyed our conversation today. Yes, thank you so much for having me, Paul, and uh, thank you so much for everything you're doing for the sector as well. Thank you, thank you very much, and uh, I certainly hope that we will get the uh, opportunity to uh, to meet in person this year. In fact, we've got a um, just whilst I've got the opportunity, we've got a webinar coming up on Tuesday, the twenty second of February, on the evolving definition um, of luxury. So I certainly uh, advise everyone on uh, listening to today's podcast to go to our website, upcoming webinars, and check that out and, and sign up for the free link. Thanks for listening to this week's Short Term Rentals podcast. And a big thank you again to Flywire and Noiseware for sponsoring this episode. If you'd like to keep up to date with industry news, head on over to shorttermrentals.com and sign up to our weekly e-newsletters.